show is sponsored by HiveMind CRM. It is more than just a CRM. It is a real estate and business mastermind that comes with an all-in-one CRM. You can have unlimited websites and users. You can call, text, RVM, and email all-in-one user interface. And you can set up custom automations for any type and multiple businesses. 65% of companies start using a CRM system within the first five years of business. Once implemented, the HiveMind will save you on marketing, give you more time, and make more money. One of our users has had his first $100,000 month using our system in June. We want to see you automate and accelerate your business. Text us at 210-972-1842 for future meetings. And of course, to get our $1 course on how to make more than six figures on one land deal. You can schedule your free demo today at hivemindcrm.io. Hello, welcome to today's episode. I'm your host, Mr. Daniel Martinez. I have a special guest today, uh, Mrs. I am Michelle Welch. Uh, she is a uh, time management productivity coach, and she's just an amazing person. She uh, We met her through uh, Charles Oglesby and Mr. Todd Billion on Twitter, and uh, she's part of the uh, Todd Capital Mastermind, and she's just been a great help and resource to, the, to our community. And I put my computer on Do Not Disturb, and it is still going. So I hope understand that people text me all the time and it happens but we're gonna keep it moving on (laughs) (laughs) oh man that's funny okay so today we have we have a special guest as you can see we we don't we we, stuff happens and we just go with the flow and it doesn't even matter because we're we're here we're here to have a conversation and you're you're here to enjoy it that's all it is so um (laughs) miss michelle how are you doing um, you know what? I'm blessed. I'm grateful. And I'm just happy to be here with you. I think this interview has been long overdue. And I'm just so excited to finally sit down and let's hash it out. So I've I mean, we've known each other for like a long time. I think it's been around a been around a year. Yes. And it is um the Todd Capital Mastermind has been pivotal in my business. And I can contribute to you to you and Charles, because you and Charles do a lot for the group. And you guys do a lot of education and training. So it's kind of cool and interesting to see come full circle. Yes, I know. It's so awesome. And thank you. That is, you know, I just, I love what I do. So it's like, there's enough for all of us to win. So let's win together. That's, that's the mentality of the group. So. And Michelle actually spoke at our event this past year in Fort Lauderdale. So that was cool too. That's so exciting. Having you and Charles come speak. So it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of cool having cool friends. <laughs> right? <laughs> My best friend says it's cool having rich friends, though. <laughs> rich friends are having, rich friends are cool because then they invite you to like, I have I have a buddy here and he's like, hey, if you want to go to Airbnb, I have one nearby. I'm like, all right, sweet. So we did like a weekend trip like two weeks later and I'm like, all right, this is this is dope having rich friends. Yeah, like it's it's kind of like a win-win for everybody. So cool friends, rich friends. Got it. That is a life hack. So um, one of the first things to ask is like, how did you end up in entrepreneurship? Because like entrepreneurship is crazy and it's not for the lighthearted and it's not like everybody's like first decision to do. So like, how did you end up in this position? <laughs> so, so I'm a single mom of two. I have two boys, Landon, he is 10, Trevor is five. And 
when I had my second son, I hit like a very low moment in my life and um, it was super dramatic. It was, I couldn't afford to buy my son diapers and I had to use money from my oldest son's piggy bank to do that. And I feel like in that moment, I had like a come into Jesus or Jesus came to me and I was just like, this is like the most degrading thing I've ever been through. And something has to change. This doesn't make sense. And then, you know, I had a job at the time, but obviously, you know, it just, I was just getting back into work and I don't think I had a paycheck until like the next week. But um, it was bad because my son was premature and I'm at work. And, you know, at the time, breastfeeding wasn't as it looked at as it is now. So there was like that option there. It just wasn't there. Nothing worked. And so I started getting really depressed. And one day I had my notebook and I had a whole plan from 2015. It was still dated of when I worked at a call center and I drew out Queen Cleaning Concepts, which was my cleaning business. And I used that to open up my business like two weeks later. And I quit my job. I did it in May. I started the business. Then in July, I quit my job. And that was almost six years ago. And I've never looked back again. Six years ago. That is amazing. Yeah. And then running a cleaning business. Are you still running that cleaning business full time? And has... Well, I don't yeah. run it. Um, but it's still, it's still active. It still does what it needs to do. I partnered up with my best friend. He owns a um, pressure washing company. So I didn't want to have to deal with the field and the maintenance. I did it for so long. Um, and so now it's just he manages all of the front end and, you know, I just bring in the money, handle the books, you know, look pretty for everybody. So, but yeah, it, it's a, it's quite the journey, um, that I've been on. And I just, I'm a second generation entrepreneur as well. My, my parents, they own a daycare and a cleaning business. So I've just always been around business because I didn't go to school. I just know so much. It's just, I've been in it. I grew up in it. So, so one thing I really want to hit on that you I mean, a lot, a lot of people like that was amazing, amazing. But one thing I, I like digging in on is that a lot of people feel like they have to be like the front end. And you don't, you, you may have to be the front end for a time, but you don't have to be the front end forever. Right? Yeah. yeah and, and that was, that was the issue with my cleaning business. Um, I was so hell bent um, when I started on being the best cleaner that I was missing out on being a great business owner so that I could scale and really make the money I wanted to make. So when you focus too much on the front end, you lose out on opportunities of like the bigger bags and, you know, being more consistent with your services and, and honestly scaling. I can make $1,000 a week by myself, but I can make $7,000 a week with a team. So it's just, you have to look at it and you get burnt out. Like you're cleaning, it's manual labor. Like, what are we talking about? It's, it's really hard work. So you burn yourself out and that, that happened to me too. So it's just the rules of engagement with, with entrepreneurship. No, I, I, I always like bringing up this conversation because like most entrepreneurs, they have to be like headstrong and be a, a person in front, leading the group, leading the pack. And not saying it's the wrong way or right way. It's just that that might not be you. No. And it was me. It was me for a while. But I feel like with growth in business and truly understanding business in general, you realize that like you don't want to be on the front end anymore. You don't want to be that person that has to wear the smile all the time because business ownership is a lot more than an Instagram and a, C a title CEO in your caption. Like you, you really got to be out here thugging. Like I, I get it. A lot of people dress it up and make it look pretty and it does get pretty, but you're ugly more of the time than you're pretty. And it's just me understanding that 
Now, when I get brought into a venture or, you know, if I want to start something, I, I refuse. You, you know, I'd have my to-do list and my to-don't list. I'm not doing that. Like there's a wall there between me and the front end. I only want to do back end stuff because that's, that's where my strong points are. And I'm strong in the front end, but I've done the, I've cleaned the toilets enough already. I don't need to clean any more toilets. And that's in any business. I'm not cleaning toilets. So. So for everybody listening, I, ho I hope you I hope you got some nuggets from that. Just because, yes, you do at the front, you do the front end for a little bit, but when you get to a point where you can scale, do what you're good at. Do what you're good at. Focus on what you're good at. Find out what find out what your strong suit is. Because like me, I'm 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 stronger in the back end. Like I can do sales. I could be I could do front end. <laughs> but I don't want to. But I don't want to. <laughs> okay, you can do it. It's fine. That's so funny. Cause it's just it's not my cup of tea no more. Mm -mm. There's a uh, Charles is always like uh, I was we went golfing with him a couple weeks ago. It was like a week and a half ago, and he's like he's like I'm I'm too old to be starting businesses from scratch. I'm looking to acquire them. I like for real, for real. That is my whole sentiment. Cause like it's so cool. I won't even work as a coach because I'm a coach. I won't even work with startups. I you have to have been in business for a year or more, and I need to see because no. Absolutely not. You just got it. What, what's crazy is like, if everybody that's a startup wants to be a startup, like it is not easy. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's more than an Instagram and a caption. Okay. It's far more than that. And it's very grueling. And I think we can feel this way because I've done like 40 startups and not just of my own. That's the type of coaching I used to do. And it's just, very tedious and it's a lot a lot of work and if you don't have resilience and if you don't have discipline you're gonna just you're just gonna be spinning your wheels i hate to break it to you. it's it's a, it's uh when you're doing a startup it's like wherever the weakness is it digs right into it like if it's a leader if it's uh somebody on your team it just it, it hurts it hurts when there's a weak point in the group and it could, it. Really, it could really kill your energy like your burnout like you'll get stressed <laughs> like from all talking about it i'm starting to itch and, it, it, it's, and it, it's crazy it's crazy because like i've done four i've done four startups and i'm like tired I just, I feel like people are too indecisive and just the way that I operate, I need people to know what they want. Like I can't put a plan together based off of what you think you want in this moment, because then I'm going to struggle you because why are we doing this right now? Like, why don't you know what you want? And I, that's why I just choose not to work with it because I just don't want to be stressed out. I like what I do. Like, I love this. So it's kind of like, I'm just going to do what I love. No, one of the things I really like that we said is like I don't work with people that are a year or younger because the year younger is like it's like the pressure. The pressure's on at that point. And if you don't make it past the year, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When you get here too, talk to me. <laughs> you know, and I just we want to be realistic, guys. It's not even like bashing, but it's just true. Like you have to be a different kind of beast to like start a business like i'm six years in you know how many times i failed like what and it's just but those failures birth something even greater every time but some people aren't made to just fail like it just i don't know like you gotta have thick 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 skin 
So let's let's talk about Thayer because a lot of people a lot of people gloss over it, and um, thick skin is definitely a necessity, definitely a necessity because like you, you you in your mind is like oh this is my next big thing and it fall right in your face and it's um, the burnout happens quickly it happens a lot faster when you're in that failure rut um, the depression sets in the the, yep. the money and credit card debt might be getting phone calls and emails. <laughs> and that's the bad part. It's like, you know, we have too much month, not enough money. We're overstretching for our clients. We put ourselves in a space of anxiety because your finances are in shambles. Your life is a mess. It's like people don't understand that when your life is not okay, your business will not be okay. When your business is not okay, like everyone's like, oh, where's the balance? Where's this? There is no balance. It's integration. You have to learn how to coexist with each other. It is like a divorced couple. Okay. That is what we're going to call it. And if you don't learn how to coexist with your business and your personal life, which is why we are productive, which is why productivity is such a necessary skill, you're going to fall into these places of being burnt out. I literally just did an entire series last week on burnout because people are like screaming that they're depressed. And mind you, I don't discount anybody's mental if they have a, a problem, but yeah. hear me out. 30% of entrepreneurs have depression and anxiety. Majority of that is caused by burnout. And when you don't get proper rest, when you are constantly in motion, we have decision fatigue, exhaustion fatigue. We go through these things because every day we have to make choices and decisions that are going to either change our lives or keep us in the same space that we're in. So the pressure is on us in general. And I don't think we take that, like we take it with a, with a grain of salt. And it's like, we have entrepreneurs that are living off of Starbucks, not feeding themselves correctly, not focusing, not sleeping, because there's this odd competition of who can work the longest hours and get the, the least amount of sleep. And it's like, do you not understand that like rest is a requirement in business? Like, how are you going to be able to manage yourself for years to come? And you can't even, you're not even, when was the last time you've seen a doctor? Like, are you even drinking water? Like, and I just look at, at people and I'm like, that's why you're failing because you're failing to take care of yourself. If you don't feel good, you don't show up. Why do you think your business isn't working? It's not because it's not working. You're not working. And people like to put their business here and put themselves here. It's like, no, you are together. Okay. No matter how much you want to be divorced, you're together. And if you don't take care of both of you, one of you is going to fail and it's not going to be you. It's going to be your business. So it's like failure is such a, a normal thing for me because I risk a lot all the time. I'm like balls to the wall. I'm like, how can we do more? Like, what can we do? Because what's the worst that can happen? Yeah. And I think with being in this for so long and losing a lot of money and relationships and learning and growing, I've realized like I don't fear anything like a loss is a loss. I can go get a job making $150,000 tomorrow. Like, what are we talking about? So if you're really not willing to bet it all, like, who cares if you fail? I think the biggest failure that I took in my cleaning business was I didn't vet an employee properly. And they ended up stealing like $13,000 worth of damage. Like they did $13,000 worth of damages in some restaurants that we had. And that was a moment for me because I was like 26 years old. And I'm like, what? Like, I didn't even know what to do. And so I'm calling my dad and I'm calling everybody and I'm just like, oh shit, like 
I'm up Shit's Creek right now. Like, this is something serious. So we got everything worked out, but it was like, that could have torn me down and I could have been like, I'm done. Like, that's too much of a risk. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? Let's go bigger. I'm not doing little jobs anymore. Now I want big six-figure contracts. I was like, forget this. This little money is where all the problems happen. We're going to strip the company down, rebuild it, make it better, learn how to really vet these people and go all in. And then, you know, $500,000 later, you know, we just, we, we did. So. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Coach Michelle, I see you. I see you. Um, <laughs> there's a uh, one thing, one thing I, I think it's funny. Cause like a lot of entrepreneurs, like I want to be an entrepreneur so I can work less. And what the reality is, is like you leave your 40 hour job, 40 hour, 40 hour, 40 hour a week job to work 80 hours. Sometimes, Man, sometimes more than that. Cause like what? And then the other thing, the other thing I really want to head on is balance because like if I'm awake and this is where like when I first started, when I'm awake, I'll answer the phone. And like right now I'm like, I'm at, I'm at a point in my business where I'm like, if I don't have your number saved, I'm not answering the phone. Yeah. Like I, you know what it is for me? I don't answer the phone during the day. Like you have to leave, send me a message because those are my working hours and it's boundaries that I set in place. Because if I was to answer every text and call when I got it, I would never get work done. Never. Never. And I think balance has a big thing to do with boundaries. You can't have balance if you aren't having people understand where that balance lies. Like if you don't want people, if people are going to call you regardless, but Excuse me. If you want people to respect your time and space, then hey, I'm not. I, I don't take calls from 10 a.m. to to 2 p.m. That's I don't take calls from that time. Put your phone on D and D and don't take calls from that time. And if it is that urgent, um, but the is that you have to have boundaries. You can't expect people to because remember, yes, we have our lives, but as entrepreneurs, our lives where people are so dependent on us, we have to create space. And I feel like I've explained this like four times. We have to create space. So initiate boundaries with people. Set work hours for yourself. Set work hours for people to talk to you. I only talk to clients like when I do my calls on Wednesdays. Set certain days for certain things and you'll create that balance that you're looking for. I hope I answered the question. I had to re-explain. No, you did. You, I, know, I know it broke up for everybody. I hope I, we apologize. <laughs> but no, we'll edit that a little bit part out, but there was a lot of good in there. And I think that's the importance of set, setting the boundaries, setting the time blocking to make sure you're being productive when you're supposed to be productive and not necessarily doing too much because it could be a bad outcome per se. Yeah. Okay. So time blocking is really dope because it allows you to create blocks of time with certain tasks that you want to complete. Now, for you to know what those tasks are, you need to have like a to-do list. You can do that by initiating a brain dump. A brain dump is where you get everything down on paper that you need to get done. Then you can take two color highlighters, make one a high priority and a low priority, highlight the high priority, highlight the low priority. What you can also do is you can get a note card and you can take it everything that you need to do for a specific, you know, group of something, you can then time block this note card and say, hey, from 1030 to two, I'm just going to work on these tasks on this note card. That is one way to time block. Another way is to take each individual item and then say, hey, from 930 to 10, I'm going to work on this. 
from 1015 to 1020, I'm going to work on this. And then you can just go through it that way. So those are the two ways that I time block personally. And it works out pretty well for me, honestly. I'm not even going to lie. Like those, I love those ways. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm of the calendar. I like my Google calendar. That's about it. If it's not in my Google calendar, I'm not showing up. Yeah, because why would you? <laughs> we don't do that type of stuff around here. We, we don't free willy-nilly our time. Like, what does this look like? Yeah, because my wife's like, what do you have today? I'm like, well, I got one appointment today at this time, and I should be done at this time, and then you can do whatever you want. So See, and right. isn't it happy wife? Because she knows what's going on. She's not confused. You're a smart man. So, like, I'll tell her, like, this day and this day are going to be really, really busy. I have back-to-back -back appointments throughout the whole day. But if you want to do something, you can do it on Friday because Friday is wide open. And why? Because you have a schedule. Yeah. I'm so proud of you, Daniel. I I mean, I didn't learn this yesterday. I mean, I, I, learned, I learned through the hard times and, and not and answering the call at midnight when I was awake. But, like, it depends who calls me. So, like, I'll still – huh? You said you answer a phone at midnight? I mean, if I'm awake. So, like, me, the I sleep in. So, like, for everybody here, I'm, I'm, I get up. I start work, like, 10 a.m. That's okay, but you, I per, I'm not attacking you, okay? I just, no. No. Well, okay, so the, my work hours, I usually, after my kids go to bed, I usually work two to three hours. So, if I'm awake and somebody wants to talk, I'll talk. I'll, I'll answer a phone. At midnight, Daniel? I've done it before. I don't think you should do that again. I mean, it's just, I mean, I was awake. I'm not attacking you. I'm sorry. The time management in me was like. I mean, it, this is, I've gotten better. I've gotten a lot better nowadays. This is, this is old Daniel. This is a new, this is a now Daniel. <laughs> okay. This, this is, this is old I'm Daniel. I'll talk so. to you after the episode. <laughs> We're going to have a conversation. Well, I mean, like I said, it's one of those things where, like, I would, and like, ever since I, I kind of got myself on a schedule, it's been a lot more peaceful. Right? Um, you're just you're just selling me at this point, because like, guys, time management is like the essential to living a peaceful life. Life is chaotic because you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> get a schedule. Yeah, and it's uh, it's. I've, I've, I've become more efficient. I do team meetings every Tuesday. I, I have like set things that I do throughout the week that it's set. I do podcasting recordings from this time to this time. I have meetings in between there and that can come up. And then those times where I was like overbooking myself, where I was like back-to-back -back meetings every day. And I'm like, you know what? I need a day off. <laughs> I, need, I, need, I, need extra, I need an extra day off if I'm going to work this much. So now I have like an extra day off that I kind of work in where I don't necessarily schedule anything at all. It's completely clear. And then now I'm like, now I actually have time to go golfing once every two weeks. So I'm like, okay, this is nice. I can't wait to get out there and go golfing with you guys. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> you guys look like you have such, so much fun. And I just know me being out there, we just have so much fun. It's a, uh, it's a, it's, I had one of my clients go last time and he's like, I'm always in the office and it seems like there's always a fire burning. And I'm like, you just got to like leave. You got to let it burn. <laughs> like it's not going to, it's not going to burn down by the time when you leave the office and come back, it's not, it's not going to burn down. It's still going to be fine. Any question that was important, it's still going to be important three hours later. 
So I, I told him, like, dude, just come. We're going at this time on Wednesday. Show up. He's like, I'll be there. He's like, I'll be there. And then he, he texted me afterwards. He's like, thank you for putting the pressure on me to show up because I wouldn't have showed up if the, if the pressure wasn't on me to show up. And I really enjoyed myself. So I'm like, all right. And I just hate so much that, as you know, sometimes business owners feel so obligated to constantly be in their business. Like, that is why, Daniel, I advocate for productivity the way I do, because it's not necessary for us to put this unprecedented stress and pressure for what? The same result you will get three hours to right now in three hours. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, we have to stop with this chokehold that we have on ourselves, this unrealistic expectation that can just really diminish the way we feel about our brands and our business. And I just think we just got to like shift our mindset. Our business does not need us 24-7. You, We need us 24-7 and we are not even showing up for ourselves, like, and it's just so sad. I hate that for us sometimes. Well, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you're advocating for it and somebody's saying it because there's not many people that like a lot of problems with entrepreneurs is sometimes they are workaholics and they ruin relationships over yeah. over their business and their family falls apart and everything else. But like, if they're, if they're the whole reason why you're doing it, why do it? And I say that all the time because I used to, you know, I'm, you know, I have my boys and I'm like always like, they're my why, they're my why. And they are my why. I have otherwise as well. But they're the ones that suffer the most because I'm like, I have to work. I have to do this. I have to do that. And so just recently, a couple of weeks ago, I started implementing things for us to do together because I'm like, you are the very reason why I started and I became this woman. So how is it that I don't have time to pour into you? And I realized, I'm like, that's being selfish. That's really being business selfish because it's like, this business is so important that I can't take 20 minutes to spend with my kids to wash the dishes, make cookies, paint something. Like, you know what I'm saying? 20 minutes of your time means everything to them. And this is not just for kids. This is for spouses. This is for relationships. This is for parents. Like, you know, I just lost my grandma six weeks ago and it's just like, I made so many excuses in the last six years of I don't have time and the time is gone. So it's like, what are we really doing? You know, we say we don't have time. Well, then why are we not all millionaires? If we 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 spend so much time in our businesses, why are we not wealthy already? Why where, why haven't we broken all the generational curses? We're wasting time because we don't want to take accountability that we don't understand the skill of time management and productivity. And we feel like it's so minute and cliche, oh, to manage your time to get a schedule that we don't take it serious. And it's just like productivity will change your life. It'll change your business because what it forces you to do is have discipline. That is what it takes to run a business, discipline and consistency. That is what productivity forces you to do because if you don't align with your schedule, your money doesn't align. If you don't if you don't follow your schedule, the content can't get posted. So it's like it holds you accountable, but we run from that because it's like, oh, I don't want to sit down and write down a schedule. I don't want to do a to-do list. I don't want to brain dump. Well, why not? Nothing else worked for you. Well, what's your opinion? What's your opinion on outsourcing and revenue generating activities? I am a big delegator. I have a to-do list and a to-don't list. That to don't list gets sent to either my EA or my admin because when you sit and do things that you don't want to do, you don't get them done. 
And it's the truth. I don't want to do this. So you keep pushing it off. You keep, how many times do you make a to-do list with the same task on it? And you're like, whoa, damn. I've put it on 15 times now. So it's just like, delegation is the heartbeat of a business. Because number one, what it allows you to do is it, it takes you away from having to do tasks you don't want to do, which allows you to focus on the high priority tasks, the revenue generating task, and getting those things done. Number two, as a business owner, there are certain things you shouldn't be doing. You should not be running your own payroll if it's not necessary. You're not an accountant. You should not be cutting your own content up. You're not a videographer, editor. Like You just shouldn't. You need to be getting the money, whether that be speaking, building courses. Go get the money so that we can continue to employ people. So it's just really understanding where you need to be in the business. Like, what is it that you want to do? The CEO is not supposed to also be the janitor, the teacher, the educator, the copywriter, the mailman. Like, what are we doing? So that's where all that comes in at. The revenue generating task, that is how you can determine on your task list if the task is a high priority or a low priority. Is this getting to the bag directly or is this giving me an ollie hoop to get the task done, which is then going to get me to the bag? Which one is quicker? Am I going to see this return in a week or two weeks? So I'm a very big person that when you don't know what to do, you don't know what's a priority, put a price tag on it. Because if you see something that's worth $1,000, you're going to, oh, I'm going to do that because I'm going to get that money. I'm going to get that bag. Do what works for you, but always make sure that whatever you're doing, it's either getting you to the bag or getting you in a space to get the bag. It's like a one to two week turnaround period. That's that's a priority to me. I want the check now. So you just have to determine what what money works for you, and that's the the breakdown of that. Mm -mm. What what I like what I like about this is that it's no longer when you when you actually put a figure on that that task. You're like, I don't even why, why am I gonna do that five dollar an hour task? Why am I gonna do that ten dollar an hour task? when there's a thousand dollar an hour task that needs my that needs to be done right now exactly that, that's 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 the key um personal side how much do you dedicate towards your cleaning business weekly um man like probably i'll do like an hour maybe an hour and a half a day on it you know the thing is is that i don't like it anymore i lost my i i didn't lose my passion because I'm obsessed with cleaning coaching. I think what it is is now that I'm older and I've done the front end stuff and I've done all of that, like I'm, my passion is educating, is telling okay. people, you know, how to do it. So when it comes to how much am I investing in my cleaning coaching side, because I'm also a cleaning industry coach, yeah, probably the same amount of time that I do Prima. So it's like all day, all, all my life. Like that's all I do is I tweak my programs. I rebuild the website. I make things more effective. I create templates. Like I love educating so much because there's I have so much knowledge and experience. And so, you know, the cleaning business, it it I love it so much. And me and it have such a personal relationship because it saved me from being where I was at. But I had to work so hard. And COVID really messed up a lot of things because we weren't able to keep staff. So I had to work a lot. So that resentment of being so tired and having to push through and, you know, with everything going on with COVID, it was just so heavy. And um, I think it was just like, it was just time. And, you know, unfortunately, like, I love the business because I know how to grow strong, productive cleaning companies. But like, I've just been through so much in the industry. It's just like, I want to educate and, you know, 
Like, that's why I had to bring in my best friend because I'm like, sir, we just, I'm gonna give this to you. And you know, if they, he needs me, I'm there, whatever, but it's not my cup of tea anymore. And I just did a whole, like, a whole series on being your authentic self. The way you start is not always how you're gonna finish. Yeah. I started off as the queen of clean. And people see me and they're like, they read, you're the girl with the book, because my hair used to all be blonde, but they're like, you're the girl with the blonde hair and the cleaning company. Yes, the queen of clean. And although that is my title and that's what I'm known for, that's just not me anymore. Like, it's just not. So now I'm the Oprah of productivity and I'm moving into my new space. And I love that I still have such a, a heavy presence in the cleaning industry because I always will, but it's more for educational purposes. No, and I, I think it's, uh, I think, growing and not necessarily pivoting but growing into a new person is almost like an assessing entrepreneurship i was i, I made a joke on a podcast the other day was um i used to be in trucking so one of the trucking <laughs> i used to truck, truck driver all the time and truck drivers always on their high horse and like oh i got 15 years experience and i'm like <laughs> you did the same 15 you said the same one year over and over again for the past 15 years and they would hate that answer because like you did the same thing over and over again and i think it's like me and my entrepreneurship journey has been like trucking, real estate, data, software, education. And I'm just like, now I'm going into like all those different, like I've, I've kind of like regrown myself and like and built upon what I've, what I've, the path I came down. And it's like um, the, the journey, I didn't like people always like, what's your five year goal? I'm like, I have no idea. I'm just, I'm the path is being created in front of me and that's the path I'm on. So it's kind of like one of those things like you, you, you start somewhere, but that's not where you end. I mean, I've done cleaning. I've owned a tax office. I've owned a catering business. I've owned a hair business. I've owned a product line. I mean, I've done it. I've done it all. And if, if I haven't owned it myself, I've opened it. I opened up a $500,000 yogurt store at the age of 18 and it, the pandemic took it out. It was in one of the biggest malls in Orlando. Like I've done it all. So my resume is immaculate. I mean, I've, I've tried everything I've wanted to try. And I just think now at this point, I just want to educate and talk. Cause you know, I love talking Daniel. <laughs> no, I, I think it's funny. I think it's, I, I think it's funny having this conversation because it's just like the, the, the person I was yesterday is not who I am today. <laughs> Listen, and the price still goes up, okay? <laughs> I, I had that happen today, too. Like, oh, I thought this was this price. Like, uh, that was uh, last month's price, not today's yeah, price. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We didn't figure some other formula out, and now, you know, the price goes up. And uh, people get the movers advantage if they move early. Listen, why are we waiting? You know what I'm saying? Like, because yeah. tomorrow I might be feeling 10K-ish. You know, we never know. <laughs> No, that's funny. It's, I think I think it's a it's an interesting evolution, and I hope you as entrepreneurs and everybody listening to this, you grow from where you start, not where you because you, you should always be getting that knowledge and understanding the business more, um, and just build upon that to take it to another level. And like I don't I don't knock my my past experiences because they were learning, there there were learning opportunities that made me who I am today. So if everybody that that questioning burnout and all that stuff, though, that's what forces you to grow. All, the, all, all that pain that you're going through right now and stress and and everything family pressure it's all opportunity to grow it's opportunity to build that muscle opportunity to take it to the next level yeah. there's a there's some and i i there's something i equate this to is like 
people that make a million dollars, like I always, I always try to try to tell this like employee mindset people, like you want to make a hundred grand, you get you deal with a hundred grand problems. You want to make a million dollars, you got to do a million dollar problems. If you want to make $10 million, you got to deal with $10 million problems. You're going to have problems. <laughs> the problems don't go away when you go up the scale, they just get bigger. So you got to you gotta learn and grow that muscle to deal with those type of problems. And you need that character. And you also have to honestly, like, you have to have a different type of crazy to do this, like for real, for real, because you get tested on every level and it gets worse, you know, and I, I love to be the bearer of bad news when it comes to entrepreneurship, because everyone wants to show the glitz and the glam. And I'm like, I'm going to be realistic. It's not that easy. The, the key to success is working hard every single day. Like if you don't work, there's no amount of mentors that you can buy. Like, unless you're doing a done for you service, it's not gonna happen. And it's just like the amount of work, the amount of impact, all of that stuff is just dependent on you and you alone. And that's why, you know, with certain people, you can see how long they've been working because you can see their impact. And I think that that means something, you know, the, the way that you make people feel, the way that you, and that's why I love being an educator is because I get a different impact when I open my mouth versus when I offer a service. And mm -hmm. I just, I found my space and I love it here. So I don't need, I don't want clean toilets no more. I, I, I like, um, this is so, so crazy to me. When I started the podcast, I, I started the podcast because I knew it was a right thing to do and it was down the right path. And then I grew to love it. <laughs> it's like these conversations and that's why I love podcasting is because you get to really see the real side of people and you also get to see the real side of entrepreneurship. I never go on a podcast and want to talk about all the amazing things. I want to talk about how shitty shit is because someone has to be realistic with these people. Like people are literally quitting their jobs thinking that they're running to the motherland of entrepreneurship. And it's like, no, you're running into the arms of depression and anger and anxiety if you don't do it the right way. And yeah, there's a right, there's not a right and a wrong way, but there is, you know, have a plan, have some type of idea of what you really want, because it's going to test you like a child tests its mother. Like, it's going to be like, oh, really? Oh, you think you run something? No, I'm going to show you what it's like to make $10,000 and then not to make anything for the next seven weeks and see how you decide you want to move. Like, you make, ten, no, you make $10,000 and somebody, somebody sends you an invoice for eleven. <laughs> $10,000 and three months down the line, you get the bank calling you because they charge back on you. Ooh, 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 ooh. Chargebacks. There's a, uh, there's a quote for everybody listening is that if, if uh, nobody owes you money, you're not a real boss. <laughs> Listen, because I got a lot of money out here in these streets. Me too. <laughs> I need people to start paying them invoices for real, for real. Matter of fact, it's going on my to-do list. Oh man, I will handle. That's it, 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 it's crazy. It's so crazy, like the 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 business side of reality, not not the not the business side of Instagram, but the reality side. The side of Instagram, <laughs> where all the CEOs reside, because it's just <laughs> that's so funny. the the the, rea the reality side is 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 interesting the reality side is interesting and um you don't really get a taste of it till you're till you're in this till you're in there <laughs> till you're in the trenches okay you're in the trenches 100 percent 
So uh, what is a quote that is yours or somebody else's that you resonate with? Tons of other quotes come in my head, but um, what is a quote that I resonate with that other people resonate with? Hmm. That is yours or somebody else's? I'd be coming up with those fire quotes too. Um, high productivity equals high profits. Hmm. If you can master your minutes, you can master millions. Boom. I think we have that one from your uh, from from your talk, from the Hive Mind talk. That was that was such a good video. <laughs> I love that video so much. I look so good. <laughs> I just honestly like I just look at all the pictures and I'm like, you guys captured my makeup so great. Like I just look so great. I just I love I love dropping clips of it on my Instagram reels because I always go viral with those clips. Like they're just it's, you need to have another one so I can come back out and get more content. My uh, my my cameraman. I hope he never watches this, but he's like, he's like, I like her. She's yeah. <laughs> like, she looks so good on camera. Like, he pulled me aside and told me all those things. It was pretty funny. <laughs> I actually do look really good on camera. I get um, I get asked all the time if I'm a model, and I'm like, no, I just, I just, I'm photogenic. <laughs> like, I know I look good right now too. I'm looking at myself and I'm like, hey. <laughs> No, that's funny. No, that was, it was such a good, it was such a good uh, experience. And I commend you. I commend you. I commend you. And I don't know if I told you this, but I commend you for coming to speak. You literally drove up from from Orlando to Fort Lauderdale, came up to speak, spoke, was there an hour, and then boom, I gotta go. Yeah, I like, got. It, I went that is not that does not scream master your your minutes, time management. Yeah. I and you. I had to handle three calls driving up. I didn't cancel my day. I was like, listen, I got my makeup done at 5 a.m., got on the road at 6, got there at like 11 or 12, stayed for two hours, then drove straight back to put my kids to sleep. I don't play no games with these people, okay? That that was, uh, I, I, commend, I commend you for doing that all in a day because that's crazy. But I commend you. I, I, I really appreciate you coming out to speak, and I appreciate you bringing value to my community, and you got some fire content for it. Um, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you bringing up all the things that need to be brought up because a lot of people, the I went those those a point where like my my family when I first started entrepreneurship like they're called concerned about me to like, hey, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Like, well, we're getting we're getting calls and all this stuff, and I'm like, I'm fine. It's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. I was like, if I were anybody else. I'd be hella depressed, but I'm fine. <laughs> okay. I'm good. And it's and it's, it's one of those conversations where like you have to you have to under, you have to understand and really handle that pressure because yeah. it's a different type of pressure that you will never feel to that comes to that point. And unfortunately, a lot a lot of people. They push past it thinking that working longer hours and doing more is going to be more effective. And all you're doing is just, you know, like when your truck gets stuck in the mud and you keep pushing the gas and pushing the gas and you're getting deeper and deeper. And unfortunately, that's where we lose control. We have to remember that, like, we're human. It's human nature. We need to sleep. We need to rest. We need to have a clear state of mind. And, you know, I always push productivity 
because it's the one, it's the medicine, it's the remedy, it's the remedy to where you don't burn out. It's the remedy to where you can take control of your business. You know, I didn't get into entrepreneurship to be an employee of my business. I got in to have freedom to be, to do what I wanted and to be a better mother. And when you dibble on the side of just kind of flying by the seat of your pants, you're going back into an employee mindset. Like you're putting yourself back. You're, you're taking yourself back from the things that you've learned. And unfortunately, it's it comes to the detriment of you, your family, your spouses, your kids. And, you know, all jokes aside, productivity will change the trajectory of your life. It'll make you feel better. It'll, it'll make you understand why you're here. If you feel like you're losing passion, research productivity or go to my Instagram page at I am Michelle Welch watch some of my videos and understand like, you don't have to lose hope. Like it's okay. <laughs> I get it. We all have our chicken little moments, but you can chicken little for five minutes and now we got to create a plan because we can't keep doing it. So. Yeah. And it, it's, uh, it's really important to have um, people that have been in your shoes because I had a friend of mine call me recently and he was having this chicken little moment. I'm like, dude, man up, let's go. This is time where you dig in and, and you 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 make a you make a different opportunity happen. Exactly. And it's it's always good to have that person around you that can always tell you the truth. And that's why you have to also watch who you surround yourself with. We don't need yes men. We need people that understand what's happening and understand it enough to feed you what you need and not what they think you want. And when you're in entrepreneurship, there's so much more that is on the line and a lot of people will be like, oh, coach, it's, yeah, this is my season. No, this is your life on the line. Like, let's get real serious, okay? Like, this is your life on the line. This is not a season. This is your life. Your children are depending on you. Your people are depending on you. And if you don't take it serious, nobody's going to take you serious. And ultimately, it's going to be the downfall of everything you've created. So it's just like, stop saying it's just your season. It's just your day. It's your year. Bro, this is your life. This is our life on the line. And we out here just doing Starbucks and vibes and not being and not eating and not taking care of not going to the doctors. Not listen, it's a lifestyle change. When you commit to productivity, you're committing to literally becoming the best version of yourself. Because you have no other option. You learn discipline. You learn how to to say no. How many how many people feel guilty for telling somebody no? I would raise my hand, but I know when to know, so I'm not going to. <laughs> it's as simple as that. Like, and yes, it's hard, but being broke is hard too. Choose your heart. Choose it, please. Don't let it choose you though, because being broke is not cute. <laughs> um, Facebook, Instagram, I am Michelle Welch. And then you also have your primabusinessagency.com. What's Prima. Prima? What's that? What's the, what's the Prima Business Agency? So Prima Business Agency is my business development agency. Um, we create digital courses, uh, digital products, mastermind groups, um, curriculum for your business. Uh, we do trainings. Um, I go into masterminds and I speak about productivity. I create a lot of really dope things with people as far as on the educational tip, um, build coaching packages. Basically, everything that you would need to create, you know, digital products and things like that. Um, so that's my agency, keynote speaker, all that good stuff. Um, so if you would like to work with me, uh, primabusinessagency.com is the perfect place to go. We have a lot of different things that we offer. 
And ultimately, and the reason why I started this agency was because I created a digital course in 2020 called Time Management Mastery. Um, and it has changed a lot of people's lives because I really dug into productivity during the pandemic when a lot of people didn't understand what that was. And so that turned into me creating courses for other people and creating digital products and creating um, coaching programs. And, you know, the Todd Capital Mastermind was a, a, a my first passion project in building a, um, a mastermind group. And we're still here two years later with like 400 members. So I'm pretty good at what I do. And I love doing it because I love community more than anything, because I believe that if we are gifted with this entrepreneur thing, right, and we go through life, it's our job to share our experiences. And so that's what it's all about. We monetize your genius. That is what monetize we do. Your genius. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. Please go follow her online. She's amazing. If you want to see her talk that she did, um, it's actually the Have His Life Sass Summit. You can get the recordings for it. Amazing. Next level stuff. We had a lot of other speakers. Um, PrimaBusinessAgency.com and go check out I am Michelle Welch on Facebook and Instagram. Go do that. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Huh? Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. The show is sponsored by The List Guys. Do you need more leads in your local or virtual market? One in 10 small businesses don't invest in any kind of marketing. The List Guys have over 35 plus list types to choose from and you can mix and match any list or criteria. We also use the skip trace list and provide up to seven numbers and email addresses. Every list you purchase will be scrubbed against previous purchases. The List Guys are here to save you time. Contact the List Guys today at www.1listguys.com. That's www.1listguys.com. We'll do it again soon. Yes, we have to. Okay. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Go check her out everywhere online producing good good information and good education out there and helping the entrepreneurs be better and do better <laughs> master your minutes so you can master millions <laughs> there you go have a good one we'll see you next time